0: From the beginning, she's like, you know what? I I'm really great in bed. Like, yeah. trust me, I can save humanity if you let me give you a blowjob. And uh, she almost did there.
1: To Romancing the Monsters. I'm S. And I'm Seth. And today we're going to be discussing Famine, the third book in the Four Horsemen series by Laura Thalassa. Um, yeah, Famine.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll just get into it, what it's about. I'll just tell you guys because, I mean, hopefully you would know what it's about if you're joining in on this episode. But, mm-hmm. anyways, um, Famine basically starts off with our girl Anna, who. Um, Here is a famine's arrival in her city, and so she decides, not she decides, her, basically her, like, her pimp. What's the female
1: version of that? Her mistress? Mistress, I think it would be.
0: Anyways, Anna is a prostitute, and her mistress decides that um, she's going to offer Anna up to famine as a gift, because he collects a lot of gifts, and then if he deems it worthy, he still kills you. Um, but if he doesn't deem it worthy, he kills you very brutally. Mm-hmm. anyways,
1: <laughs> you die no matter <laughs> so what Anna sorry what? you die no ma- no matter what.
0: Yeah. um, it just depends, I guess on how you die. I don't know. anyways, um Anna always assumed she'd die young, so she never really expected that um you know, she'd be there to see famine again, which she had experienced him when she was seventeen years old. but mm-hmm. now she's twenty, I think it's five years later, so now she's mm-hmm. twenty two. Um, and he spared her life five years ago and he raised her city to the ground but left her alive and yeah, she's faced with him again and he doesn't recognize her and so he decides to just send her away because he refuses the gift of, you know, human flesh. He's like, Why do you think I'd wanna have sex with a human, like disgusting ill? Mm-hmm. So she's taken to where uh, you know, the rejected gift givers are, and she gets stabbed. Stabbed Numerous the, times yeah. and is thrown into a hole to die. But then all of a sudden something happens and someone whispers in her ear to live and she crawls herself out of this hole and she's like literally dying. Like she sells the stab booms on her and like famine's gone and everyone's dying that she knew in this village or sorry, the city. And so she makes it her mission to get revenge on famine. And when she's all healed up, she uh, she basically chases him. And he literally still does not remember her as she tries to kill him. But then something clicks off in his head and he starts to remember who she is. And she was the one human that uh, saved him when he asked for help. And... Um, Basically, what happens is they have this push and pull at this point, Anna wants to kill him, but then Famine's like, no, 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 you're my woman. Like, I know my brothers have this woman, you're mine. Mm -hmm. And he tries really hard not to fall for her, like, he more so just keeps her around because he can't be without her in a way. Um, He doesn't want to feel anything human, he very much despises humanity because of his own torture he experienced by the hands of humans, and in spite of themselves they end up being drawn to one another and they're enemies at the end of the day but does that change anything i don't know we gotta see
1: we gotta discuss <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as how did you feel about this book did you like it did you not like it
1: so for me i i feel like this book was one of the easiest ones for me to get into i was hooked yeah. from like from start to finish um I found any opportunity to stop and listen to my audiobook. book. Yeah. Um, so I freaking loved it. Um, and I didn't think, going into this book, I didn't think I was going to love it. I didn't think it was going to top. Why? Pe- pestilence or war. I don't know. That's what I kept thinking. Like, for some reason, like, I'm just, it's probably just the fact that it's like one of the middle books. And yeah. and I didn't think it was going to top war. For some reason.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, but no, I feel like it's surp- it surpassed the first two books for me. Um, and I think yeah. it just has to yeah. do with Anna and with famine and just the way they were. I feel like Anna was a freaking badass, mm-hmm. she was brave, she was very compassionate. Um, and that's not to say like the other girls weren't. They were compassionate, they were brave in their own right. Um, but there was just something yeah. about Anna that was that felt different. And more genuine, I guess you can say. Um, Mm -hmm. And she endured a lot of freaking pain. So I fell for her a lot. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then just the fact that she was. The fact that she helped famine and then he ended up killing her. And then she ended up coming back to life. And the fact that she's like, I'm going to get my revenge. I was like, yes, girl, like. Go get him, go kill him um and then yeah. for
0: no that that first scene was so like yeah. tough to read about because you're reading her getting stabbed numerous times and then to it a was ditch. very
1: gruesome like I didn't I didn't expect that type of killing with this book to be honest I just ex- I expected more just a famine starving everybody
0: yeah right or like killing crops or something yeah you know? like I didn't expect this, like, maliciousness or, like, cruelty from him. Yeah. But, I mean, it comes with a story, Yeah, right? it does.
1: And for sure. Famine, I just loved how unex—I loved how unapologetically ruthless he was. Um, yeah. He also endured a lot of pain, and I felt for him mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but I felt for – something about him, I felt like he felt more romantic than the others, right? I think so, too. Yeah, um – Yeah. He was more romantic. He was kinky and funny as well. Girl, Uh, those vines.
0: Yes. (laughs) I was not prepared. I was not prepared. And that was the scene when I was, okay, so basically I was reading and then I I tweeted um, because my mom was talking to me. Uh Um, This was a tweet that I sent out when I was like, my mom is trying to talk to me as I'm trying to read Spicy Times. It was that that scene scene with with the vines. And I was like, mother. (laughs) <laughs> I, you should, I was waiting the whole book for that because this one's so slow burn yeah. that I was like I need something and then finally something happened between them and then I and was then like, your
1: mom wants to start a conversation and talk to you and yeah it.
0: about gold found in <laughs> Guyana yeah so oh god
1: but um <laughs> but yeah I all this to say just I loved it yeah what about you Seth yeah
0: no I'm in the same boat with you I for some reason I didn't think I was gonna like this one because I think it was more so like the general favorite of everyone. Like everyone seemed to really enjoy this one mm-hmm. and they felt the same way about Pestilence. And Pestilence was not a favorite of mine. I thought it was like okay, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like my favorite. I thought war in my perspective or my opinion, sorry, um was a lot better than Pestilence, but mm-hmm. that was like generally hated by everyone. Not everyone, but like a majority of the people. Mm-hmm. Um so I was not I didn't really know what to expect with famine. Um, so going in, it starts off, like I said, with that scene and I'm like, holy shit, where does it go from here? Mm-hmm. Like, how does she come out of this? How does she, like, how does he come back from this? Yeah. So like, I don't know. I was just like really genuinely intrigued that like, like you said, I couldn't put it down either. Mm-hmm. I remember staying up until like 4am <laughs> and I had work the next morning and I'm like, "Oh my uh. god! <laughs> yeah. So uh, I enjoyed it. I thought the writing was good mm-hmm. and the characters... Like you said, I feel like they felt different. Like yeah. they felt like, I don't know, I felt like this was Laura Thalassa's favorite set of characters in a way um, because of how real they felt. Like like you said, mm-hmm. Anna, she was such a great character and she was such a badass character. Yeah. She was very like unapologetic of who she was. Mm-hmm. She was a prostitute, yes. She didn't choose that. Um, she had no other options left. Mm-hmm. But like she didn't like feel shame for what she did because it was just like, literally either dying or choosing that. And so she just wasn't ashamed of her choices, and I love that. And I also felt like she was so amazing Mm -hmm. in the sense where, like, she saw the worst in humanity because of her job, Mm -hmm. and she was kind of the first heroine. And this is where I think the difference is. is, She's the first heroine in the series that tells the horsemen that it feels like there's something fundamentally wrong with human nature, and I don't understand why we can be so hateful to one another. And she actually understands that humanity is bad. Like, humans have reached the point where they're bad. Yeah. And we're so used to, the like, the heroines trying to save humanity or, like, try to sacrifice their life to save humanity. But in this case, she's like, maybe you got some rights. Yeah. Maybe we're right. Maybe we, sh- we do deserve to die. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And, again, like Famine, I loved his character. I loved his character growth. And he was just so sexy she and so was. hot. And just so, so like... He was so funny too like and his psychoness was like "Mm, that's the right yeah loved it
1: yeah agreed when he would call her my flower flower there's something about that nickname that i freaking love yeah
0: and like uh, because like then you realize because his power is to destroy but then like later on he notes or she notes that um he also can create Mm -hmm. he's been creating a flower for her from the get-go yeah Like, he's been creating because of her, and I just loved it. And I think he also felt different from the other guys, because he had, like, a personal vendetta against humans because of how much they tortured him for how long. And, like, I don't know. I just felt like he was different. He was, like... It wasn't that he was more human. I don't know where it is. It's just... I don't know. I just think his character was just so unique mm-hmm. in terms of this world that I just really, really enjoyed. Yeah,
1: and I thought it was gonna be like repetitive, like you know, they awaken, they they have to kill humanity. Yeah, and, and I think that was one of my issues. Like it's gonna be the same thing as the first two, so I don't see how he can, you know, be unique. I guess you can say.
0: Yeah, but no, I I agree with that. I was kind of worried that we'd fall. You know, into that pattern as well with it being similar. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I think it's safe to say all the books, because, spoiler, i read all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they all kind of bring something different or unique to the, the table. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I feel like this one was the most different, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, agreed. I feel like we talk about famine's treatment from the humans, but, like, let's actually talk about it. So, uh, basically, do you want to talk about what happened to him?
1: So, when... When he, So correct me if I miss anything or if, um, if I'm wrong, but he awakens and um, he was taken in by a family yeah. and they showed him kindness, even though they seemed like they were scared of him. But he mm-hmm. let his guard down for a little bit while he was yeah. living with them and he I believe he ends up going somewhere and then he comes back and he notices that the family is dead like they're slaughtered they're killed and then he ends up getting captured and he's tortured for I want to say a couple years right
0: um I don't know was that
1: the instance where he was captured and then that's when Anna just finds him a couple years later
0: Anna, no, no. Anna finds him like when he escapes. So like he's missing limbs and mm-hmm. everything. Like he literally crawled out and like was found by Anna. But that was so that's why that I was
1: the instance, wasn't it? Wasn't that the him being captured? Yeah. So then
0: it was it was a few years then because I might have missed that. It could have been.
1: Um, I I think I it's a few know. years that maybe like two <laughs> three years that he was captured. At least that's what I'm assuming. I think. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he was tortured. He was. He hints that he was abused. As well. Um, Yeah. And that's why he goes on a rampage and starts killing people without any remorse, without. Yeah. Damn. My poor guy. It was pretty brutal. It was. Like, what,
0: like, I know we didn't get, like, a full recounting of what happened. But, like, he said he was, a ab- like, sorry, like you said, mm-hmm. he was abused physically, uh, probably emotionally. They cut off his limbs numerous times. Like, I'm not going to go into detail. Yeah. But it sounded pretty brutal mm-hmm. of what happened. And, like, that was kind of his first exposure to humanity. Like, he had the family, sure. Like, they were nice. They were kind. And he even said he was going to spare them. Mm-hmm. Um But then he comes across this group of, like, humans, and it's, like, the whole town is a part of this. Like, there's, there are women, there's, like, men, I don't know if there's children involved or whatever, but, like, literally, this whole town comes to torture this man for days or even years in this case. Mm -hmm. And, like, imagine the hatred, like, the fear you would, like, you know, would develop towards this group of people. Yeah. And, of course, like, you know, you don't paint everyone with the same brush, but in this case... He suffered so much from humans that, like, why would he believe that they're any different? Yeah. It was so sad. But he also, like, when he, I don't know, I don't know why. I just, like, the fact that, like, the pleasure he found from killing people, it was just, it wasn't hot. It wasn't hot. It cannot be hot. But like just the way he went about it and like how smug he <laughs> yes. was about it. Loved it. Um but anyway, yeah. how did you feel about their their meeting again when he he basically doesn't let her kill him and she becomes his captor. How did you feel? Obviously we knew it was gonna happen, but like yeah. how did you feel the way it played out?
1: I think um from what I remember, I mean I like th- I liked it, I guess. Um, Yeah. What did you think about their... I I loved it because
0: she came prepared. She's like, okay, got my weapons. But then, like, she physically could not kill him. Like, she just, like, she couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. I just, like, I think his character is so interesting because he did remember her. And he also... So basically what happens is it, it cuts to, like, their meeting And, like, the first meeting five years ago, before, like, we actually see her not be able to kill him. Mm -hmm. So, I thought it was, like, it was refreshing in a way to see her as the heroine. Because in the series, they're usually, like, afraid or, like, they actually try to kill them Mm -hmm. the first time they meet. And in this case, it wasn't the case. Uh, And saved him and, like, even tried to give him water and, like... I would be deathly afraid, but she even tried to, like, you know, get warmth from his body. Yeah, she snuggled like, him, huh? Yeah, and I'm like, girl, he could kill you in two seconds.
1: <laughs> this <That> just goes <laughs> but, um, to show, not- like, how Anna, and I don't want to compare it, but, like, with like how you said, like, uh, I believe Sarah was the one that she actually killed him. She killed yeah. Pestilence. And with Anna, mm-hmm. um, she saved him, and then In their second meeting, she tried killing him, but she couldn't.
0: Yeah. And think about it. Like Anna, sorry, Anna, would have known of pestilence and of war. And she knows the horsemen. Like Mm -hmm. she knows the third one is coming. And she faces him. And she knows all the horrors that the previous horsemen have inflicted upon humanity. But then she knows that. And she still decides to help him. So like despite of everything, she's like, I'll help him. Yeah, And I just think that's like... It just speaks of who she was when she was a child. At 17 years old, she was still, like, filled with these hopes and, like, belief that, you know, he could be something good. Maybe he's not bad, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't know. And then, like, dumped to five years later and she's so jaded and so, you know, hurt by the world. It's just, like, it's really sad to, like, see the difference. Like, it was so, like, it was so in your face because the
1: flashback happened right when she's, like, trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. But even, even though she, like, I just kept thinking back of the fact that it's later on explained in the book where she was tortured by her aunt. And she still, yeah. she still cried and got mad at the fact that he killed her family in her town.
0: Yeah. But it was awful. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Imagine being in her shoes. Her parents died. Her only family was her aunt, her cousins, and, like, I, I think her uncle. Mm-hmm. And, like, her only family abused her viciously. She has, like, welt marks on her back. But, yeah. like, like you said, she still was sad
1: to see them die. She's too... I don't know. I just too, feel, like... too precious, too pure for that world. Yeah, she's and, like, good. it's
0: just sad to see that, like, she... She wanted to belong to something or someone mm-hmm. so desperately that she would take the abuse over, you know, yes. maybe finding something that's a bit more healthier. I just thought it was, like, really sad to read about. Like, even famine was angry on her behalf. You wanted to, like, resurrect them to kill, to them. kill them.
1: again. <laughs> do you think if if Anna would have gone with famine the first time, do you think things would have played out differently?
0: Mm. I don't know, it's hard to say. Because like we can also forget, she's only seventeen. She seemed like she was very innocent and like very sheltered as a girl. That yeah. like maybe he needed to meet her again five years later where she's seen like the worst of humanity. Mm-hmm. And she's become stronger because of what happened to her. That maybe Sarah in five year not Sarah, why am I saying Sarah? Anna. <laughs> in 5 years was his true match. I don't know if 17-year-old Anna would have been strong enough to, to deal endure with all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What about you?
1: No, yeah, I agree. I don't I think it would have ended badly where she probably would have died. Like early on. If she I think if she would have gone with him the first time. Yeah. 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 So I feel like she did that- she, it, which is horrible, but I feel like she did need to see the horrors of the world and yeah maybe was she endured and yeah
0: her life sucked like I know it was because of she like because of her situation she had to become a prostitute but like because of that like she found friends and she had a found family and like other girls that worked there yeah but at the same time she had all these clients she like basically talked about being raped by like being physically abused by the yeah. clients and it's just like and then she also fell in love with this guy that chose to marry someone else because his family would disown him. And like she just kept going. Like, how do you keep going despite everything?
1: Yeah, no, she's very strong. I don't think I would have been able to endure all that. Hell no. Yeah. 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 So I I kinda wanna ask you about um you mentioned it when you were talking about the, the description of the book where where she's killed, she's stabbed, and she's thrown into like the hole. And then yeah she ends up dreaming or um, she she has a dream or a vision where she sees, I think it's famine in a field, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's killing or he's, he's killing the crops or something like that. And there's a figure. Is it that scene? Or maybe it's not.
0: Um, I think she talks about like... Eh- that scene. I no, think I think that's, I a, that's, that that's a different scene, I
1: think. But basically what I want to talk about is the voice that she hears, where it, oh, the yeah, voice yeah. tells her to live. Do you mm-hmm. do you think that was death?
0: That's my question, too. I don't know. And spoiler, death, the book doesn't even clarify
1: that. It doesn't. So that's why I'm yeah. like, I don't know who said it. I, I don't know. I think it was death. But then it kind of makes me... It makes me think, like, why would... If it was him, why would he go through the trouble to waking her up? Yeah. To... It makes me feel like he had his own agenda. To kind but of then, to test a famine, to see how far he would go.
0: Yeah. But then, for me, it's just, like, thinking about where death was in terms of like his, like, his mentality and, like, war, per se... He was very much like not team Miriam and war. He was more so like, I'll let her live because, you know, you're giving up your immortality. In this case, he doesn't know Anna. He doesn't know really like what she means Mm -hmm. to famine. So I don't know if it was just like he chose to spare her life because of what she could mean to famine but then, spoiler! By the end of it, he's more so like, uh, "No, you can't give up your purpose." See, that's, so that's what I,
1: that's what pisses me off because yeah, so that's why I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, and I kind of wish it was clarified. And maybe it was; I just didn't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who said it.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna choose to believe it was death, and he had like his own agenda.
0: Yeah, unless it was like. God, in a way, I don't know. Oh. I really, I would like to know, Laura Thalassa. If I missed it, if I'm like a really bad reader and I missed it, yeah. please let me know. But I would really like to know who uh, who said that to her,
1: or even if any of the readers yeah. pick pick something up, any of the yeah. listeners, yeah, let us know. Um,
0: I know, I would really like to know. Speaking of the other horsemans, horsemen, horsemen, horsemen. Oh Look. my gosh, I can't speak horsemen. <laughs> Speaking of the other horsemen, that being war, pestilence, and death, and also famine. Um, famine says right off the get-go that uh, he's different than his brothers because, like, their powers are different. Like it, they're more so like in tune with humans and their, you know, their life, whereas he is very much like on the outside, and he is not co- like he's the least connected to human life. Mm-hmm. So that being said, he's already different than the others, and he doesn't look at humans the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about that when he said that? Like, were you ex- like, how are you expecting their romance to unfold? Then, if he doesn't even regard her as like something, you know?
1: Well, see, that didn't cross my mind when I was reading, but thinking about it now, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I feel like he was a very interesting character because of that and because he made sure to note that he was not like his brothers. And he wasn't. He actually enjoyed killing people. He revels in their pain and, like, actually crushing them, like, crushing their bones. He, like, enjoys it. He smiles darkly when he sees it. And obviously, it was because of his past. But, like, I don't know. I just felt like he was so different because he was not as in tune with humanity or his Mm -hmm. own humanity at that point, um, like his brothers were. And again, when he faces Anna, Anna, sorry, he honestly tries to fight it. He really tries to fight the emotions that he's starting to feel and, like, Mm -hmm. that's starting to grow in him as his humanity is getting developed. And, like, he doesn't... He pushes her away. He honestly, for like so long he of a book, he pushes this girl away. And I'm like, I'm dying for like a hand touch, a little graze on yeah. the fingertip. I'm literally asking for nothing.
1: <laughs> Do you think that's why we <laughs> like him a little bit more than the other ones? Because he's not so... He's more... Uh, he's more attuned with like the earth. And then getting to see him become human and, and yeah. have feelings for Sarah... Why am I saying Sarah now? Sarah's (laughs) pestilence's girl. Oh, God, we're a mess. Anna.
0: (laughs) No, and I think that's really it. Like, famine's journey to humanity, it was so, like, strong in this book. And I felt like it wasn't obviously, like, it was the main focus of the story Mm -hmm. because of how... Like, where he started from. Like we said, he was not human. He didn't try to be human. He didn't want to be human. He didn't want to understand humanity. Um, And then he faces Anna. like we said. He starts actually seeing her as a person. And before that, he didn't even regard her as anything. She was just a captive, and that was it. But he felt like this connection with her because she saved him, and that was it. But then later on, when he starts to realize... um, That she is kind of, you know, she means something to him. And he reflects back on their first meeting five years later. And he regards, um, is it Elvita? Which, who was her mistress? Mm -hmm. Like the one that basically gave her out. That ran the brothel. Um, He basically tells her, as she's recounting her own events, is that you can't give someone away like they're a sack of flour or a candlestick. You are a person.
1: Yeah.
0: And that line resonated in the sense where like, she stopped seeing herself as a person and more as like like a product or like not something that you know she didn't seem as a like she didn't see herself as a person anymore yeah. and that really broke my heart and it took famine to tell her that
1: and that's and I love and it. I love the fact that he was the one that told her that and realized I feel like that was when he he opened up and chose to be more human or he started to develop more human feelings more compassion and empathy empathy there you go yeah Yeah. um no
0: I yeah I to be honest it really hurt because like I don't know I for some reason this book made me emotional because of Anna's character and because of how she viewed herself and then like I love also that this book gave famine's perspective throughout the story as well mm -hmm. um and when she started tearing up uh during their first sex scene I know I'm getting too ahead of myself like I just felt like it broke my heart because she's never really felt like she belonged somewhere. And she never even saw, like, herself as an individual anymore up until, like, you know, later on with famine. And they start to, like, pursue what's between them. And then she actually finds a sense of belonging and, like, I don't know. She just, like, crushes my soul because she stopped seeing herself as a person for so long.
1: And I love the fact that she she knew that she was falling for him and she tried to fight it and, like, he sensed something was wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'll find out. I'll know what it is. Yeah. Oh, I love them. I know. But um speaking of
1: mm-hmm. Are we still talking
0: about his journey to humanity because then I feel like we're going to get to the end and then.
1: Um can we I I have a question. Let's go back. So, mm-hmm. do you remember where there was a scene where the there was a father that came in and he wanted to give his daughter up? Yeah. And then he ended up keeping the daughter, and he locked her in a room. Do you remember what happened yeah. to her? She died. Did
0: she? Did he kill her? He killed her. I I believe he did kill her because um, it was more so implied. And then Anna was like, "Okay, so he did kill her," because she was asking what happened, uh-huh. and she died. I'm pretty sure she died.
1: Oh, okay. Because I was thinking back, but I was let's like, "Let's talk it doesn't... about that scene." Okay. Sorry. What? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No,
0: I was gonna say like just. Think about the desperation that man felt. His daughter was a child. And he was like, take my daughter, please. Like, if this is going to save humanity, take her. This is the only thing of value I have. And I know she was a person, but, like, just imagine the desperation he felt. He had no money, had no food, basically didn't really have clothes. And then he's like, here's my daughter. And Anna saw that, and she's like, I know this man has nothing, but he's giving her Sorry, giving her away. Yeah. Like, his daughter.
1: I don't know. I feel like that was horrible. I feel like, I don't know, if, if I was in a man's shoes, I f- I'd be like, okay, this is our time. I wouldn't want to give yeah. up any family members. Like, if I didn't own anything or have anything left, I'd be like, okay, this is, this is it. This is our time. And No, honestly, that. It's just sad that he felt he needed to give her up.
0: You would give away your last few hours with your child. I mean, he did think it was going to save humanity, but, like, at what cost? Your your daughter was a child, and you were giving her up to what? Be, you know, at the, like, what? Like, you were just going to give her up to have sex with famine to
1: save humanity? Okay,
0: fine. If it happened, it happened. But at this, ugh, I don't know. I just.
1: Do you think maybe the reason why famine did these things, like, have people come and give things up, like, was to see what they would give up? How far they would go, how desperate they would be? Or no? I don't know. He
0: never really went into detail why he did that, but I also feel like that's a really good thing. Like, that's a good point. Maybe he did give up. Sorry, he wanted to see what they would give up and, like, the extent of how far they would go.
1: And this ma- there. Yeah, and this man went as far fear. as to give up his own daughter, young daughter.
0: Yeah, because famine, I think... Maybe he wasn't able to name it, but maybe he did feel a lot of fear towards the humans that tortured him. And maybe he wanted to inflict the same fear on the humans around him. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is one way to do it. And it's also like a false sense of hope, too. He wanted to, like, crush them. Yeah. You know, give them a sense of hope that if you gift me something, I might spare you. But I won't. He never does spare anyone besides Anna. And even then, he didn't spare her. He let her die in a ditch. But it did torture him later on once he saw her woo. Yeah. He like, oh gosh, and the when I he would so kiss sorry. her and,
1: like, he apologized. Yeah. Uh, and the way he confessed everything. Okay, okay. Um, should we talk about... <sighs> I kind of want to talk about their sex scene, but...
0: Okay, wait. Before we get there, yeah. I also... In that same scene... My girl, Anna, decides to, um, <clears throat> you know, let her confidence come out to play. And my girl literally goes and sits on Famine's lap. Yeah. And it was, he was like, what the hell is going on? And she starts, like, you know, like, really sitting on his lap. Mm-hmm. And he, like, holds her close. And I was like.
1: That was, that was, was torture, tension. right? Going, Going, reading that and then not getting much until that's this the
0: sexual tension was so palpable and just so strong like i yeah, honestly i really was i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't stop reading
1: this book yeah but uh, oh, same yeah. um well before we go into uh, that sex thing, i because it happened i think a little bit before do you remember when yeah. anna when famine mentions that anna speaks um she spoke an angelic word, and I guess the word meant forgiveness. Do you remember that? Wasn't it? That I don't know. She was asleep, and that she ends up speaking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they yeah. do they end up explaining that in death? Like, how was she able to say that I think word? It was
0: just like I think it was just like you know, God put these women. um, on this earth for these men like Uh these horsemen and like maybe you know god imparted something in them that would resonate you know Uh. with their horsemen
1: okay i can see that yeah because i thought that was interesting that she was able to speak or say an angelic word and it kind of made me think that maybe there was something like that in war or in pestilence Um, They both had words. I don't remember what pestilence or war. Or wars. I think, was Miriam the one that had something on her? Like, some type of mark? Yeah, she had, like, the hand
0: of God, like, the mark of God on her. Like, I think it was, or, like, his mark or something. All I know, she was touched by God, and she carried a mark on her. And Sarah, I think he was going to kill her pestilence, but then he, like, felt God's presence or something, Mm -hmm. and he couldn't kill her. But she also, I think, had a word. I don't remember what it was. So they were all
1: meant to be then. So this is all. Yeah,
0: they all were. And even, hello, death. Uh... She is unable to die. Are you kidding?
1: She's unable to die?
0: Did you not read the synopsis?
1: No. Oh,
0: sorry. Spoiler.
1: (laughs) I rarely read synopsis, you guys. Okay, okay. Okay.
0: Um, Okay. Uh, Where do you want to go? You want to talk about the sex? Let's talk about sex and let's talk about sex. Let's go. (laughs) That was so lame. Anyways, let's talk about where do you want to start? I feel like well, (sighs) their first kiss I think was really important, Mm -hmm. and that being when she once she goes up to kiss him and then he's like he kisses her back but he's like don't ever do that again. (laughs) Why do you think he's he did that? Why do you think he was like I'm not at all like liking this? But he was secretly liking it.
1: Um, just maybe just the fact that he just didn't trust humans. He didn't. He couldn't trust her, and maybe he thought yeah. that she was gonna. She's playing some. I mean, she tried to kill him. Yeah. And maybe it's just the fact that he couldn't trust her. He didn't want to let his guard down around her. I feel like.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. What do you? And think? And
0: also, um, I, yeah, and I also don't think he wanted to feel anything for her in terms of like romance or, like, any sort of vulnerability with her. Like you said, because of his past. Mm -hmm. But um, let's talk about the scene that I think we all want to talk about, and this is the one that my mom interrupted me, sadly. Um, So basically, they reach this point where they can't, you know, keep their hands off of each other. Mm -hmm. And so they end up outside, um, and he ends up, uh, you know, using the vines because my guy also can... You know, manipulate plants and grow plants, and also like you know, use them. Mm-hmm. So he decides to uh, use them to keep her hands away from him as he
1: uh, goes, goes down. down I that was I wasn't expecting that. Like I was expecting him to get her, take her to the bedroom, but he takes her out to the earth and places her on, on the ground. But isn't that so famine though? Like it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does. You know, he's
0: one with the earth, you know? Move move aside, Mother <laughs> Nature. It's all about famine right now.
1: <laughs> I love it. No, that scene was really hot.
0: I loved that scene and I also I love that she even tried to like warn him. She's like I've had a, 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 an interesting past. You know, yeah. it's not a past that many women have. I might have diseases. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then Famine's like, um, I'm immortal. And I, I won't. I won't catch diseases. I won't. Human diseases. And he literally goes to town on her. I love it. I love it. I love the fact and that then, he didn't care. Okay, what? What happens after? And then she goes down on him. And he literally sees stars. I'm, and he tells her to have mercy. Yes, as I, I lost it when that man was like literally dying, and then she like is continuing to do her thing, and like fingers go into places. Yes, that, you
1: know, I wasn't expecting that. He's like, I what, was not expecting what, that. Too. What type of witchcraft is this, or something like yes. that? Yes,
0: and he was like, he was gone, and like I just that scene was so. I loved it. She lived up to like her big mouth. You know, yeah. she really from the beginning, she's like, you know what? I I'm really great in bed. Like, yeah. trust me, I can save humanity if you let me give you a blowjob. And uh, she almost did there.
1: I, f- I love the she fact that throughout this throughout the, the, the book where she just kept bringing up like, oh, I can give you this. I can I can pleasure you like this. And yeah, like yeah. you said, like she lived up to her. She made him see stars and he asked for mercy. I love it. It was great, um, yeah. and then from there, is that the scene where he sees her scars, right after uh, that? Yes, yeah. Where she has, she has a bunch of like uh, lashes on her back that her aunt gave her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that scene broke my heart, and just yeah. the fact that he was very, he was very. I don't know how to say it, like, mad for her. Mm-hmm. And he showed, like, he really does care about her.
0: Yeah. No, and I honestly feel like that scene is so monumental in terms of, like, the shift in the relationship mm-hmm. because he honestly, you know, felt like he it was his fault. He knew it was his fault. And I think it was his most human moment when he actually decides to apologize to her. And he really, I have the quote here, um he's like okay so his mouth pauses at the scars on my stomach the ones his men gave me Mm. forgive me he says softly i almost miss it i swallow i hadn't thought the horseman would regret his act any action of his my eyes find his it's in the past he sits up a little placing a hand on my scars even as he searches my face i think you're remarkably brave he says and your compassion is uncommon and admirable I owe you my life twice over, and that is no little thing. And for what it's worth, you're all so pretty, excessively so.
1: Aww. I love him.
0: I love him, too. And I just feel like, The fact that he actually apologized. I know it's the bare minimum
1: yeah but it's coming from famine. Yeah. And thinking back, do any of the guys have moments like these with their girls? War. what? Do any of the other guys have moments like these with I think they do, but like
0: I don't know. For me it's just different with famine because of where he, where he like where he started. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he was such a broken man, like not even a man, a broken being. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that like for him to come full circle and actually apologize about like, you know, what his actions caused. Mm-hmm. And, like, the scars. And I love that, like, the scars stayed on her body. So every day he sees what he did to her.
1: Yeah.
0: I just, like, I love it. And I love that he actually apologized and also called her beautiful because uh, he kept saying that she was not at all beautiful. Yeah. Or pretty because he, like, he's not human. He doesn't see things that way.
1: He doesn't give compliments. Yeah. Oh, I freaking love him.
0: I love him, too. Okay, and now comes the scene that um, I think was really, uh, really great. And that scene was, uh, they took a break and uh, they ended up in a house. And sadly they get, uh, well, he went away to, we don't know for what, but later on you realize this to gather supplies. Mm-hmm. And um, she gets attacked by raiders and she gets cut on the throat with a rusty dirty knife and they think it's fine um and she's like it's fine I'm fine it's not even a deep cut we're fine and then uh they finally fuck yeah as she's bleeding (laughs) how did you feel about their sexy
1: I didn't think that was gonna happen um I wasn't expecting her to like basically die after they or on the verge of death after they had sex (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but I mean it just goes to show like how strong Anna is. She's over here dying, but she had, she's willing to have sex and
0: she just really wanted yeah, that day. She you really know? did. She really wanted it. At the cost of her life, she wanted it. Yeah. Loved
1: it. I can't, I can't blame her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I okay, so yeah, their sex scene was hot and it was everything I could have wanted. They're literally doing it on like this dusty old rug, not even a rug, a blanket he brought. It's just like not the best romantic situation, but like the way that it happened was great. But then, like you said, the morning she woke up, she was literally on death's door and um, her wound was infected and they didn't know what to do. And he honestly did not know what to do because he's never encountered this before. Mm -hmm. And he takes her to this house where they find a doctor and the doctor is like, she's gonna die yeah she's just gonna die she there's nothing we can do for her we don't have the the medicine the the right equipment to take care of her and mm-hmm. then the doctor basically turns around and tells him it's your fault it's you and your brother's fault that's why we can't save her because they came to earth destroyed all the technology and like any advancements that humanity has made and that's when he kind of feels the weight of like what, of happened. what happened yeah yeah and then just. How did the, you feel about that scene and then what he did after? So. Which you can
1: explain. Yeah. So, um. So she's. She's about to die. He's desperate. He's begging for them to save her. Um. And then he just comes to the realization that he can. He's able to, I guess, bring her back. Yeah. Um, or he's able to. Men- he,
0: uh. What was it again? He can. Um kill any, like, human life, in a way. Like, he can manipulate it. And... Right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. He he brings her back because of, like, his powers and, like, his ability to create, like, rather than destroy.
1: Yeah. Um, And he ends up bringing her back. He ends up... I don't know. What does he do? He goes outside and he, like, touches the earth and... Does he pray?
0: Well, he basically waits, and, like, he does it, and then he... But as he's, like, you know, trying to bring her back, like, one of my favorite lines that he's ever said to her is, um... (laughs) Okay, he's like, I... I should... Let me find the whole scene, because I really... I just only saved one line. All right, so the whole scene that this is before he decides to, um save her and he feels like she's dying and there's nothing he can do he basically Mm -hmm. um he's thinking all of this and he's like um i kind of want to read the whole thing but I, it's too long
1: do it do it (laughs) how long is it
0: (laughs) it's not that long okay so basically yeah so this is when she's dying and he's literally he cannot picture a world without her and um so basically he starts off this is his inner dialogue He's like you stayed by my side that agonizing night, even though I know I frightened you. And when those men were hunting me down, and their voices came so chillingly close to us, all you had to do was call out, and your nightmare would have been over. They would have taken me back to that prison. I would—I might have still have it. I might have been there still, but you didn't call out. And despite your fear, you didn't let—you didn't leave me. You saved me when you had every reason not to. You broke me, and in the process, I broke you. And now I fear the only way we will ever be whole again is together. All your jagged edges nestled against mine. I hate that I want that,
1: but I do. I want to be whole with you. Yeah. I love that. Where the heck is my famine? And I lied. That's not when she's dying. No? <laughs> what? what is that?
0: Why do I think that was when she's dying? Oh, because it, it was his perspective. Um. Anyways, that was, I stand corrected, that was um. 83% in.
1: 83%? Is this where she yeah. asked him, am I going to die? And he said, no, not in my lifetime. Oh, so she is dying here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, because that's also when she confesses that she loves him. Yeah. And... <laughs> She takes, uh, he takes her to pee outside. Yeah.
1: I love that. And then later on, she like tells him like, you took me out to pee. I peed on your boots. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're in this together.
0: (laughs) But I just feel like that line for famine was so important because he never let himself feel that with her. And he, in a way, felt like it was getting too late. He didn't know she was going to make it and Mm -hmm. he just couldn't live in a world without her. And I think it just speaks of his love for Anna. Like, he never saw the best in humanity. never tried to. But he always saw the best in Anna. And his... I don't know. His love wasn't a selfless love, you know? He was very, very selfish about it. Mm -hmm. He just couldn't live without her. And her love changed him in a way now that he could recognize who he was and find himself through her. Like, he honestly... He found who he wanted to be through his love for her. And it was a selfish love in the sense where he just didn't want to look at anything else. He didn't want to see the best of humanity he never allowed himself to. And, yeah, I just, I know all the horsemen, they were very much, like, selfish with their love. But I feel like him more so, whereas Pestilence and War learned to see the good in humanity. And their mission was done. Whereas he was like, mm I only see the good in Anna and that's it.
1: So that's that's their purpose, right? Because I remember there's a thing that says that God gave him a choice. Let me see if I can find it. Of him choosing to see hu- humanity how human right or to be one with humanity. Where did So I- they all
0: horsemen have the ability to, you know, drop their purpose and choose to be mortal. But uh
1: Okay, so there's there's a quote that says, this was a choice forced upon war and pestilence. I hadn't understand it then, but when I slept deep within the ground... I hadn't, I hadn't understand it then when I slept deep within the ground, but I understood it now. All of us brothers were given the choice to love as humans do, with mm-hmm. all of the complications that entails. One of those complications being death. Pestilence give up nothing in return for his love's life. So for pestilence, they're... Immortal, right? Both of them? No. So,
0: basically, um, you find out, I think, in War, and also in this book, too, it just further, you know, confirms it. Pestilence gave up his, like, immortality to be with Sarah. So, he's human now.
1: No, it says, well, it says, okay, it says, Pestilence gave up nothing in return for his love's life. War had to give up his purpose, his power, and immortality stripped from him. I expect death would outright refuse me. Um, so war gave up his, his immortality. Yeah, Hustons but didn't like give up anything. in
0: exchange for her life, because she was dying, whereas pestilence, Sarah wasn't dying. He chose to give it up to be with uh, her. Ah,
1: okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, that makes um, sense now.
0: But yeah, no, as you're talking about his more, like his mortality, his decision to become mortal, um, I thought it was interesting in this case, because like I said, he's never learned to fall in love with humans or like learn to appreciate humanity Mm -hmm. like he really he says early on in the book he actually wants to go back to his true form and that being like this heavenly thing you know Mm -hmm. like it's something that um is not human he doesn't have a human form and he very much so wants to become that again and that kind of shifts when he falls in love with Anna and he doesn't want to leave Anna, but he really struggles with the idea of becoming the one thing he hates most in the world. And that's a human. Human. Mm -hmm. Um, And a little scene that I have, he, he's, this is him on like their porch after she's healed and like they find their own place and they decide to live Mm -hmm. without him killing. Um, He says, but mortality would mean living in this body that I have long despised, a body I've only recently been reconsidering and it would mean giving up my powers how did you read that line as like, no, famine, you know he's find his ha- he's sorry he's found his happiness with Anna, but he still has to be the one thing that
1: he hates I he mean I thought her. that was nice of him, like not nice of him, but like he was willing to give up what he wanted, which was to be that being just for Anna that just goes to show how much he really did care and love her, right yeah,
0: yeah. And I also feel like he makes it important to say that becoming human would mean giving up his powers. And I feel like he relied so much on his powers Mm -hmm. because of what happened to him and, like, because, you know, it's just, like, he enjoyed killing humans because of what happened and it doesn't change. At the end of the day, he sticks to his guns and says, no, humanity is awful and they deserve to die, but I want Anna and only Anna. And he honestly just doesn't cannot imagine being human but he will do it for her and i just feel like you know what famine he's got all the rights
1: he really does he does yeah i love the fact that he also said that he wanted to watch her grow old like he didn't care oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and that that made me think of for some reason that made me think of that scene in twilight where edward's young and then bella's old and they're like looking in the (laughs) mirror (laughs)
0: No, and I I loved that scene. And, like, Anna's like, wait, you would do that for me? Like, you would want to live, what like, my lifetime with me? And he's like, of course. And then he's like, I'll just go back to killing afterwards. But then he realizes he can't do that because then they would have children. Then they would have, like, grandchildren. And then, like, he just realizes he doesn't want to miss out on that with Anna. So that's when he's like, I want to be immortal so I can experience that with her. And I just, like... Mm. I couldn't handle it. I loved it, but I will say, I also really liked that he didn't really find peace like his brothers. You know, like they were like as i already said this numerous times, but they honestly loved humans and they grew to love them and he, they wanted to be humans. He's like, nah, I don't he want it. He didn't want to, but he yeah. did. I also like that he did spare the few good ones. You know, he spared mm-hmm. the the doctor and her mm-hmm. family. Whereas Pestilence, do you remember that scene where he um, he came across that elderly couple that fed them and, like, talked about their love with them and he still killed them? Yeah. Do you remember Oh, that? yes. Why do you think famine differs here? Like, why do you think he spared this family? Whereas Pestilence, despite all the good he experienced, and he was changing at that point. He was yeah. very much, like, starting to empathize and feel for these humans and fall in love with Sarah. But he still killed them anyway.
1: I think for him, it has to do with Anna, right? And her goodness yeah. and how good and compassionate she was. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that the nurse tried to help him, tried to help Anna. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think?
0: No, I think that's, I don't know. I, I think at that point, famine maybe had like chosen that. Maybe whatever Anna wants is best because at that point Anna was alive and like he was, yeah, grateful to the humans for saving her. But also his his focus shifts. He's more so like anything for Anna, 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 Mm -hmm. whereas pestilence hadn't reached that yet. You know, like there wasn't like a moment where he's like, I might not have Sarah in my life, you know, like that shift hasn't happened in his brain yet, whereas like famine was like, yeah, Anna, only Anna.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. What did you think about him running into war at the beach? Do you remember Loved that? It. Yeah, I I could have. I wish there could have been like a little bit more dialogue. Like you know, him shared like their conversations and stuff. But I I love the fact that he ended up seeing him and war, telling like you need to leave. So he spared, I guess he spared them and spared the town where they were in. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that crossed my mind, like, do. Do those four see and witness and hear what famine is doing while they're all living their cutesy little life? Like, do you yeah. think that? Yeah,
0: they do. And um, spoiler, they're mm. all in death.
1: Oh, they all come out in death. I was like, oh my God, what do you mean they're all in death? Do they die?
0: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> they make appearances in death's okay. book.
1: Okay. Okay. You scared me for like a second. <laughs> Sorry. So... Um, that's nice then oh that God. they come out in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Um, I have one more point to bring up. Um, and then we can move on to the monster. Do you have
1: anything else? Um, I, I guess just kind of towards the end, just the fact that when, uh, death awakens.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: So he. Wait, I can't
0: leave it and talk about that scene.
1: Yeah. So he awakens. So so famine comes to this point where he wants to stop his mi- stop his mission and become be stripped of his immortality, right? He wants to be with yeah. he wants to live and grow old with Anna. Um, mm-hmm. So this is when death awakens and he finds him. He goes to where he's at and death gives him two choices, right? He gives them two. Yeah. And just basically just the fact and I'm thinking back on how everything played out with with Pestilence and Sarah and Warren Miriam, um, he seemed like more forgiving and more open to giving them what yeah. they wanted. Yeah, and not fa- not famine. And I, wanted, I wanna I want to know why. Like I have a bone to pick with Death.
0: Um, to be quite honest, I feel like it comes down to famine being the l- the less human like. Like he's the sorry, not the less, the least human like in terms of like. Pestilence and war and famine and death. So death really thought that, you know, the other two failed. It was expected. You know, they were the closest Mm -hmm. to humanity. War was basically created because of human desire. Mm -hmm. Pestilence, you know, he's directly connected to humans Mm -hmm. in terms of like their sickness. Um, And famine was connected to like the, the crops, the food, that stuff, but not directly to human life. So maybe he thought that you weren't supposed to fail because why would you fail? Yeah. And maybe that's why he ha- like was more hard on famine in that case. That's how I read it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can see that. That makes sense. And, like,
0: death is, like, sure, he's connected to life as well, but he also, I think, is in the same boat with famine where, like, he's kind of an outsider. He's not, like, I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like he thought famine should not have failed, and he
1: didn't expect famine to, quote, unquote, fail. Hmm. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. But that's still a bit of an asshole move of him. Just the way (laughs) everything played out. Yeah, he literally
0: killed Anna in front of of Famine. famine.
1: But um, anyway,
0: so what happens? Yeah, what were the two (laughs) options that he gives Famine after he killed
1: Uh, Anna? The two options were where Famine can become human, but Anna has to go with with death. With, like, with death.
0: Yeah, so sorry, this was before he killed Anna.
1: Before he killed Anna. So his choices... So let me go back. His choices was for Famine to become death... But Anna has to go with death, yeah. or he can continue his, or famine can continue his tasks alongside Anna, and with he, death. Mm. and with death, and he yeah. he's gonna give, I guess Anna the the opportunity to be the last human to yeah. live after they finish yeah. their task, their mission. I don't know. It's just the fact that he gave him the ultimatum, the choices like that. It's either you're gonna become human, but without Anna, yeah or finish what you started and kill people while knowing Anna's going to be alive, but she's going to be able to witness that.
0: Yeah, and he, I love how he makes it a... He makes sure he notes that Anna would slowly break apart from it, witnessing it over and over again. He finally has that shift in his head where he's like, Anna will break if she keeps seeing people die. Yeah. But I also love that he comments that, like, the reason why I want to be human is to be with Anna. So if you take her away, I have no reason to be human. Yeah. And I think... Question, do you think if famine would have chosen to be human, but then lose Anna, do you think, f- wo- not war, death would have allowed them to be together? Like, f- like do you think it was a test? Because death at that point knows he only wants to be human to be with Anna, mm-hmm. so if he takes away the reason for him to, like, for him wanting to be human, and famine still chooses to be human anyway, do you think he would have, you know, passed the test?
1: No, I don't think to so. To witness
0: his, his mortality?
1: You, like, as in saying, like, he would have chosen that and for him to live out his life as, an, as a mortal?
0: Yeah, like, so, for example, like, say if um, famine was like, all right, fine, I choose to be mortal. Without because, Anna. Because, you know, that's what Anna would have wanted or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he, f- like, full well expects Anna will die. And then death is like, okay, well, then you chose to be human despite not having the one thing you wanted. So I'm going to let her live.
1: Oh, do that, you think he would have spared Anna? Is, do you is think
0: that, he would have? That's my question.
1: I don't know. If he chose
0: to be human despite not having his reason to be human.
1: Maybe. Because I feel like everything that's, that death has done or or things that have played out, it feel like it's all a game. Yeah. And a test. So I can definitely see that being a test.
0: Yeah, I could have seen that being a test too, and I feel like if Famine had chosen yes, I'll be human because that's what Anna would have wanted or something. Uh-huh. Um, he would have passed it, but then Famine was not even he, like w- Death knew what he was doing when he's like, "I know this boy is not going to choose to be human."
1: He does and make I a feel like comment, a right? Yeah, he does make a Death makes makes a comment about yeah uh, him becoming human. Yeah, if I take. Danato's offer she would survive but if i drove my steed across the world and made anna watch death after death well that's Mm -hmm. not without any its own consequences i don't know but um i don't want either of those offers and then death says so be it and then he just like snaps his fingers and like she her eyes roll and she just collapses like that was fucked up and then like it was so dramatic
0: and like the way that famine goes to hug her and he like feels the warmth leech out of her and he's like, yeah. oh my gosh, she's gone. Like my reason for being is gone. Like I love the desperation this gives me because like in the beginning of the story, like this is my favorite thing with enemies to lovers. It's like we're like actual enemies to lover- lovers mm-hmm. where like they try to kill them at the beginning and like do not care if they live or die mm-hmm. and like just do not want them anywhere near them then, like, flash to the end of the story where he's like, I can't imagine my life without her. I need yeah. her.
1: Yeah. yeah. I love that, I too.
0: I love, like, when she, uh, when famine decides to take death's second offer of, like, you know, like, riding the, uh, the earth with Anna mm-hmm. and him and, like, you know, death. Um, she wakes up back and then Anna literally takes famine's dagger and like and stabs him. death yes. in the heart and like he's dead and then famine's like "Uh, we gotta go yeah. we gotta go now then
1: <laughs> no I love that she's I such a it. fucking badass um, what I was gonna say the way the fight broke out between famine and death like yeah. I saw that like playing like as a, as a movie I would love to see yeah. that way I would love to see that play out on the screen me too I feel like this would be a fun like TV
0: show, yeah. Because like I feel like it appeals to everyone. It has action. It has the sex. It has mm-hmm. like the brutality some shows have that are very successful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it would be a fun thing. And like, come on, four hot guys. Each
1: season can be like each horseman, pestilence, yeah. and then war. Exactly. And then they all meet up together at the end, the last season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wish. Yeah, more people picked up uh, romance books to.
1: To experience this, yeah, I think this would be a great, great TV show for sure.
0: I think so too. And I just like, I feel like Enemies to Lovers, like, you could never go wrong with it, especially like Enemies to Lovers, where they try to kill themselves, yeah, sorry, kill each other, not themselves. Love it. The last thing that I wanted to mention before we get into the monster is um, the way Famine. I don't know, I feel like his power shifted within him as his feelings for Anna shifted. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, for example, in the beginning of the story, he's so filled with anger and hostility. Like I said, his powers reflected that. So he started creating plants that were ugly and covered with thorns. And, like, it was just, you know, very, very, like, brutal plants. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as his feelings for Anna shifted, so did his power. So, like, he started to, like, he learned to use his power to, um, as I said, starve the infection from her body and make mm-hmm. her, like, her own life force stronger, and he also just couldn't live without her. But also, he started to, once they decided to live together and just live in a city together amongst other humans, he started to grow plants as they were having sex that were just beautiful. Yeah. You know, like, they were flowers, or like, rainforests. Like, he started to find an inner peace with Anna, That he has obviously never felt before. And I thought it was really interesting that his powers reflected that. Mm -hmm. Like, as the story progressed.
1: No, yeah. No, yeah. I I love that, too. And just the fact that he grew flowers for her. And, like, their house was, like, a jungle. Legit a jungle. They removed the roof. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's so dramatic. I love him.
0: He's such a drama king. And I loved it. And I felt like,
1: yeah, Anna's got her hands full. She really does. (laughs) Can I ask blink twice if they end up having kids
0: oh uh, i i don't I don't know
1: no I
0: don't know i i on the okay, I'm not gonna get into death, but one of my gripes were they did not get into it in terms of the other couples, and I was really sad.
1: oh, yeah, so okay, you finished it, so is that it like there's no possible novellas or no. That's it, yeah. That's it. Mm. So
0: I don't know. I kind of, I kind of wish I knew whether or not they do or not, but I don't know.
1: Oh, that's something but I, w- I would have like, loved to see.
0: Me too. But I also feel like maybe she's just like, she's one of those people that don't really care for kids or like don't want mm. her own children, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah. I also uh, love in this book. I didn't mention. He yeah, he grew flowers, fruits, veggies, you know, mm-hmm. he had like all the fruits there. And I thought it was interesting because he's famine and he should be starving everyone, but then he's like, No, here are some fresh fruits for everyone. Meaning Anna. And Anna decides to share with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and he like becomes a plant dad. He, he literally does. takes care of his plants. <laughs> <laughs> then he
1: grows. Like, what the heck is this
0: famine?
1: I love him. He was such a good character, like Right? He's I don't my know. favorite in this yeah. whole series. Well, so far, he's my favorite. I don't know how I'm going to feel about yeah. Death. We'll see. Yeah. But. Death
0: was, yeah, I'm not going to get into it because we can't talk about it yet. But we will, listeners, we will talk about it. Very soon. Sometime kind of soon. Yeah.
1: All right. Should we get into the monster or do you have something yes. else to. No,
0: let's get into the monster. What do you think the monster of the story was?
1: I have one for a famine, which I think his monster was just trust um and we already discussed it you know how he awoke and he was taken in by a family and he let his guard down he was captured and tortured and it just i feel like it took him a long time to trust and let his guard down especially around anna yeah um and i don't think he fully trusts humans i guess but um just as long as him having that trust with anna i feel like that's enough in my book Like, he made a huge effort with her.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he did. And, like, getting him to trust was, like, moving mountains. It was just, like, an uphill battle for Anna. And he, like, I don't know. I just... I loved them. And, like you said, they just, like... That was enough for me, you know? Them loving each other. Them trusting each other. That was enough for him to, like, earn his mortality. But clearly, Mm -hmm. death didn't feel that way. Yeah. Um, And, obviously, like... The most obvious answer to this is humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a monster here for both Anna and Famine. Yeah. Their pain is caused by humans and they carry the emotional scarring with them till this day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty bad. And I love how the author didn't try to move past that like in other books. Like humans were awful. Point blank. Humans yeah. are awful. And that is why, you know, the end of days is, is happening in this series. And... I love that that didn't change and and I love that famine also didn't have an epiphany where he's like, maybe they're not so bad because he's only ever experienced their worst and he sees their worst, like you said, every time they come and try to gift him something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really, really, really appreciated that Anna never tried to change famine yeah. Nor did she try to change his path. And he even mentions it. He fully says... You never asked me to change, fi- famine finally admits, or to be something I'm not. you never needed me to be human to accept me, and I think that's so important in terms of like where they started and how their their pain developed and how their love changed what they felt, but like it never altered their own agenda in a mm-hmm. way like she never tried to change who he was. she just wanted to like be loved by him to belong
1: with him. yeah, well, they're really yeah. perfect for each other. I
0: know. Hmm. And then I had another one, Um, it's like, it's not even a monster, I just, I didn't know how to word it in a way that made it seem like a monster, but just Mm -hmm. like, like how you go about your pain and like whether that be dealing with it or letting it fester. Mm -hmm. Um, So for example, famine let his pain fester and his hatred for humanity grew like we talked about. Um, And Anna, on her side of things, you know, uh, she just had to pick herself up and move forward after family killed her whole town. She even experienced the worst of humanity from her blood, like we said, her aunt, her cousins. Yeah. Um, so how she dealt with it was basically by not dealing with it. She didn't let herself like she didn't open herself up to grieve and like
1: yeah.
0: feel that pain, which she, she just held kept on looking forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did, but then she chose to finally like break down with famine and like take a breath and grieve over, you know the lost 17-year-old child she was when she first met Famine, and, like, she never obviously would get back to that because of everything that she ex- she's experienced. And, yeah, I think the way that they tried to deal with their own trauma was um, a monster here in terms yeah. of, like, not allowing themselves to move forward. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, I agree. Emotionally. Yeah, especially yeah. for Anna. And, well, for Famine, too, for both of them.
0: I know. I loved it. Okay, so clearly I think we can say, out of the three that we've read, this one's our favorite.
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure.
0: What would you rank the other ones?
1: Uh, Like, Like, not
0: even the books, just like the male characters, maybe.
1: uh, I think I would go Famine, War, and then Pestilence. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? And then the female characters? For the female, I think I would go Anna, probably Miriam, and then Sarah? Yeah, I think I'm the same for both as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't
0: know, like, the amount of hate war gets, I don't get it.
1: <laughs> but does he get a lot of hate? I, I haven't seen any. I I feel like for a Famine, I saw a lot of either you loved it or you hated it. Like, there was no in-between from what I've I seen for Famine. I saw majority of
0: the people loving Famine. And I saw a lot, a lot of, like... Like reviews saying like war was not good. Or like not that it wasn't good, but it just wasn't as good as pestilence, you know? Like it just people didn't like his character, they didn't like Could it I be don't know.
1: Could it be the fact how he I mean, like thinking back, they were all horrible. Like they all yeah. did their fair share of killing. But I feel war might have been the most because there was a scene, right, where he kills everybody, even like children.
0: Yeah. That's an important thing. And I think um, I forgot to mention it, but I feel like the difference for me in this one is that it felt a bit lighter because it didn't really mention famine. Like, of course, he killed children and he killed the elderly, Mm -hmm. but it was never really on page, whereas that was not
1: the case for war and Mm -hmm. for
0: pestilence. Yeah.
1: And then for pestilence, there was a moment where he just kind of he killed everybody, right? Like in one like snap of a finger. And she's like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. But yeah, I can definitely see this one being a little bit more lighter than the other ones. Yeah. At least and with And to War. be honest,
0: that's not saying much, but I mean, <laughs> it was still lighter. Yeah, it was lighter. But I will say, I'm kind of peeved, but I feel like every time I read one of these books, mm-hmm. I feel like it reflects our real life. So like, <laughs> yeah. We had uh, in this book, because it was something that I was seeing as I was reading it. So in the grocery stores over here in Canada, we're very low on like food, like in terms of like fruits Mm -hmm. and like other food. Like I went to the grocery store um, this weekend and there was like nothing on the shelves. There were like no fruits, uh, no potato chips. There was literally... (gasps) Hardly anything. So I'm like, what the hell? Why is famine reflecting now in real life? Why are we like going through a food shortage? So, uh, for some reason, this always reflects in real life.
1: It really does. It it gets depressing.
0: Yeah. That's why I usually need like a a few months in between. But, um, like I said, the way this book ended,
1: I needed to read uh, the fourth book. You dove right into death. There was a quote that I really love that that famine said it's very it's short where he Mm -hmm. says one other inhuman thing about me flower a famine turns his head slightly towards me i don't simply exist i hunger Mm. and like that's just like that's him right yeah that just explains sorry continue no i just say like that's him like that just explains what famine is or how he is
0: no and then like i love how she notes later on she's like he hungers and he's hungering for me yes like, gave me the butterflies
1: <laughs> and he ate he ate
0: he he did eat and then i also have this one line that i forgot to mention mm-hmm. um this one quote um we can end with this um he basically says where is it oh yeah here uh this is i want to be in you again and i want another smile from you many of them Your smiles make me feel more like my true self.
1: Oh, I love him. He's so romantic. I feel like he had a lot of great lines. He had such great lines that I feel like
0: I don't remember having such noteworthy lines for the other guys, which Mm -mm. I'm not knocking on them. I loved war and I really enjoyed pestilence. But just Mm -hmm. something about famine just got to me. I don't know what it was. I think, yeah, I just love him.
1: Yeah. And I feel like also just the fact that he kind of humored uh anna like you know she has this little thing where she's like calm your tits and then he used that against her like later on in the book
0: i don't know and i love when she's like stop speaking like me
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh god i love them great book you guys you can tell we really loved it yeah clearly (laughs) for like (laughs) over an hour talking this has been our discussion of famine by Laura Thalassa on Romancing the Monsters. I hope you enjoyed our discussion. You can find us online at Romancing the Monsters Podcast on IG. You can find us at the RTM Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Romancing the Monsters pod on TikTok. And you can also send us an email at romancing the monsters podcast at gmail.com. And you can find me at butthisbook on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find me, Seth,
0: on both Instagram and Twitter at proswithblows. And also, please, if you feel the need or would like to leave a review or rating on either Spotify. Well, not. You can't leave a rating on Spotify. But you can leave a review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating as well. Um, Please feel free to do so. It would mean a lot to us. And also, if you feel like we've earned your subscription... On any of the podcast platforms or even a follow on social media, please do it. <laughs> I sound
1: like I'm begging. <laughs> but <No>. I am. <laughs> Join us, you guys. Um, yeah, and that's it for this week. Bye. Um, bye.